Welcome to Knowledge on the Go, where we explore the leading practices that have emerged in Vizient's performance improvement programs. I'm Laura Hoffman, PI Program Director at Vizient and your program host. Mobilizing hospitalized patients is essential to maintaining or improving their well-being while in your care. Yet most patients spend around 83% of their hospital stay lying in bed. Immobility contributes to higher lengths of stay, increases in falls, pressure injuries, and new nursing home placements. Fortunately, effective mobility programs have many benefits, including reduced length of stay, which equates to a lower cost of care. Here to talk to us today about the work they did as part of the Creating a Culture of Mobility Collaborative are Kelly Parrish, Physical Therapist and Team Lead, and Amy Shattuck, Inpatient Rehab Unit Manager from ThetaCare in Nina, Wisconsin. Welcome to the program, Kelly and Amy. So happy you could join us today. It's our pleasure. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. Before we dive into the details, Amy, tell us about what made you want to invest time and money into building your mobility program. So here at ThetaCare, we are committed to our life-inspired movement, which truly focuses on empowering each patient to live their unique best life. So through the participation in the Culture of Mobility Collaborative, we were also wanting to improve our length of stay and better our patient outcomes. And Kelly, tell me a little more about what has inspired you about doing this work. We started this work by implementing a mobility assessment tool What's really been inspiring is that we're seeing positive impacts in earlier and more frequent mobilization of our patients, increased collaboration between therapy and nursing, decreased falls, and decreased employee injury. We had a really positive patient story. We had a bariatric patient who was admitted with acute respiratory failure, and she was generally bedridden through collaboration with nursing and therapy, as well as implementation of new equipment. She was able to progress to become ambulatory and transition to a rehab setting with the eventual goal of returning to her home. Without this program, this patient likely would have remained bedridden and potentially would have needed to move permanently to a nursing home. This program truly illustrates our mission of helping patients become their best selves. Such a great story. Thanks for sharing, Kelly. And I heard you say that you implemented a mobility assessment tool. Amy, what tool did you end up deciding to use? Yeah, here at ThetaCare, we chose the Bedside Mobility Assessment Tool, otherwise known as the BMAT. We chose this because it's a tool that was created for nurses, by nurses, in collaboration with therapy. It was also a tool that could easily be embedded into our nursing head-to-toe assessments and with our electronic medical record. So I imagine that implementing this assessment tool involved a good amount of training for your staff. Kelly, tell me about how you approach the training aspect of the program. Yeah, we held mandatory two-hour trainings for all of our core nursing staff. This included RNs, LPNs, CNAs, as well as patient care techs. This included an hour of didactic classroom training, followed by an hour of hands-on training. Trainings were organized by campus and unit. They utilized scenarios applicable to each department. 
Our training team included nursing leadership, RNs, physical therapists, and then support staff from each campus who could then serve as champions after go live. As of now, we've completed training at our two regional medical centers and have started training in our five critical access hospitals. It's interesting that you decided to do both a didactic portion and a hands-on portion. What did you focus on primarily for each of these training methods? So in our classroom portion, we really focused on reviewing the harms of immobility. We reviewed our safe patient handling policy with team members. We went over a mobility tool guideline that we created. We showed team members the BMAT video and what that all entails. We covered EPIC BMAT documentation within our EMR. We touched on whiteboard standards and provided team members with a badge backer for quick reference of the BMAT assessment. For the hands-on piece, we had four stations with scenarios to reflect each level of the BMAT. Within those stations, we reviewed how to utilize our current equipment and also introduced new equipment that correlated with the BMAT level. The new equipment that we did add here at ThetaCare was a non-motorized stand-aid, otherwise known as a VISTA stand-aid, and then a turning repositioning sling. Lots of moving parts. Sounds really like a great interactive way to do training. You talked about safe patient handling. Kelly, what exactly does that mean? Well, in the classroom portion, we reviewed and reiterated ThetaCare safe patient handling policy to ensure awareness and application amongst our staff. What's nice about the BMAT tool is that it prompts the appropriate equipment to mobilize patients based on their BMAT level. We also highlighted the paradigm shift nursing needed to make, which is to use equipment rather than their bodies to move patients in order to minimize risk of injury. And Kelly, I heard you say ensuring the appropriate equipment. So were you able to glean some insight on the use of equipment as you developed your program? Yeah. Prior to developing our training, we completed an equipment audit of each floor to determine equipment needs. This included ceiling lifts, mechanical stand aids, non-motorized stand aids, walkers, canes, commodes, and slings. For example, we found an opportunity to increase the number of ceiling lifts, as well as motorized stand aids, non-powered stand aids, and bariatric equipment. We are really fortunate to have our leadership support the immediate purchasing of equipment to complement the new program. Now, Amy, what about the hands-on portion? What did you learn through this part of the training? So through that hands-on portion, we reiterated the importance of correctly utilizing our current mobility equipment, including hanging our ceiling lifts properly and seeing the value in the turning sling, which was a new product. The post-training surveys were extremely positive regarding the hands-on portion of the class. So did the hands-on training on the use of equipment make a difference to your safe patient handling program? Yes. So we have had three less nursing injuries from patient handling compared to prior year. And then in addition, we've had 10 less falls in the first quarter at our pilot hospital. Wow. Three 
less nursing injuries and 10 fewer falls. That is absolutely amazing. Kelly, I understand that you were receiving positive feedback from the program through staff surveys, but have you started to notice a culture shift among your staff? Yeah, we're seeing positive changes in collaboration between nursing and therapy. This includes discussions regarding patient mobility without a formal PT consultation, as well as in discharge huddles, charge nurses and hospitalists are beginning to utilize BMAT levels when planning for discharge and ensuring therapy is ordered appropriately. There really is a positive vibe we see and feel about getting our patients moving, and we're really optimistic that the learning and improvement will continue in the future. So I feel like in the back of the mind of our listeners, they might be a little worried that if they mobilize patients that they're at higher risk of falls. Amy, what did you do to address falls at your organization? So this work integrates really nicely into our other quality and safety efforts here, including those to reduce falls. As part of our classroom education, we really highlighted the immobility epidemic in U.S. hospitals, where it truly illustrates that patients spend an average of 20 hours in bed per day, and then really touching on the alarming rate at which patients become deconditioned, which will lead to further falls and weakness. So by facilitating early and frequent mobilization through this collaborative, patients are less squirrely, less deconditioned, less likely to get up without assistance. So a key piece to this is having nurses create mobility goals together with the patient, write those on the patient's whiteboard in the room. So we're setting the expectation regarding mobility, and that's transparent to the whole care team. This is something we're continuing to improve upon, of course. The BMAT tool helps guide what equipment to use to mobilize patients, and the hands-on portion of the training really educated staff on how to properly use the equipment. So in the midst of developing this fantastic mobility program and and sort of rolling it all out, Amy, was there anything that surprised you? I was surprised by how many people gave such great positive feedback regarding the hands-on training, sharing with us that the value of the real scenario training was most impactful to our frontline team members. So in addition, it was important to develop an alternative training plan for our agency staff. So they didn't go through the same training as our core. So the agency were trained through our learning management system. They also utilized a mobility tool playbook that we created and then through their preceptor. And Kelly, how about you? Any surprises? I'm actually pleasantly surprised that for the majority of nursing staff, we're really seeing them advocate for increasing patient activity and they're having an increased confidence in their ability to do so. So as you've talked today, you've talked about lowering the patient length of stay and patient falls and preventing staff injuries. Kelly, what are some other types of measurements that you're tracking? We're tracking PT evaluations as well as partnering with providers to utilize the BMAT score to ensure that therapy is ordered at the right time. In our electronic medical record, we also built a path that leads an RN to consider a physical therapy or occupational therapy consult for their patient in order to hopefully collapse the time to therapy involvement. We're also studying if increased mobility will result in more discharges to home rather than a skilled nursing facility. 
And finally, we are focusing on those level three patients who we know are at higher risk for falling. I can certainly understand that having the most appropriate PT evaluations would be a better use of workforce resources. Amy, tell me about your future plans for the mobility program. So we are capturing best practices and we plan to operationalize this across our system. So currently we're working to implement and train the mobility program in our five critical access hospitals. We are launching our collaboration with OB and ICU in their mobility efforts for those populations. And then from there, we're planning to partner with our physician champions in this collaborative to address nursing-driven activity orders. I love the idea of the nursing-driven activity orders, and it's great to hear about your plans to scale and spread the program. So as we close out our discussion today, Amy, what advice do you have for others thinking about starting or even enhancing their mobility program? Having executive leadership fully supportive of the initiative is imperative. You have to find frontline team members who are passionate about this work and have data and best practices to build the case for change. A great part of our implementation success has been having the credibility of colleagues, training colleagues who are side by side in the work with them. And Kelly, what about you? You have to have the necessary equipment in place prior to the initiation of a mobility program so you can hit the ground running. Wow, you have both done such an amazing job and your patients and your staff are fortunate to have a great team dedicated to their well-being. Well, that's all the time we have today for this edition of Knowledge on the Go. Thanks to you, Kelly and Amy, for sharing about the successful patient mobility program you've implemented at ThetaCare. And thanks to you for listening. Please join us for more Knowledge on the Go. Subscribe today, like us, and send us your comments at picollaboratives at visiantinc.com. From Vizient's PI Programs team, I'm Laura Hoffman. Have a great day.